0: Parthians were Rome's historic adversaries and enemies, uh, a great and uh, long-lasting empire in the territory that is now Iran, and they inflicted uh, many great defeats on the Romans and sort of haunted the Roman imagination uh, over the long haul. There's a famous one: Crassus loses a couple of legions uh, to the Parthians in the 50s BC, and um, in the centuries later, in the third century AD, uh, things were so bad for the Romans that the Parthians actually captured a Roman emperor, uh, Valerian, and he wasn't even able to be ransomed, or they just sort of abandoned him to his fate. Uh, One of the things that most scared the Romans about the Parthians is the way they fought, which was by firing poisoned arrows from on horseback with deadly accuracy as they retreated. So the Romans couldn't use their own sort of usual tactics of infantry battles because the Parthians were just uh, ride away, meanwhile inflicting uh, ride around them in, in inflicting uh, death and destruction so the uh, poet uh, Prudentius, who lives around AD 400 writes an interesting poem uh, called The Origin of Sin uh, Harmatigenia and um, there's a great passage in it where he uses this metaphor of the Parthian arrow to talk about sin and uh, the. Petruchio argues that that sin is not necessarily inherent in you know in the body. It's not like you're having to fight against your body. If you just, all you have to do is fight against your body. It's not such a big deal. But rather, there are these demons, and then there is this other force that attacks your mind. This is the second line. This is sort of a key word: mentum. And this is a force that he is um, is an arrow. Is the metaphor he uses? hurled by Satan, whom he calls the the slippery domination of our shadowy world. In line 540, the umbrosi dominatio lubrica mundi. And so Satan here is equated with the Parthians. And so I like the way Pranich uh, has a great way, flair for a bold metaphor and conception. And here he sort of sees Satan as like the Parthians, and your heart and your you, know, you your soul, is like the Romans. And you have to be careful. Um, you have to be on guard. You have to be quick, or, or else you're going to get caught unawares by this speedy arrow that you can't even see or hear before it uh, zaps you. So when he says that, that towards the bottom that the soul is actually quite naturally quick and endowed with great agility, but that if you spend a lot of time, you know, worrying about worldly goods and um, money, or making money and constantly sort of paying attention to uh, worldly distractions, then you're going to be too distracted to, and your soul will not be able to defend against this Parthian arrow of sin. Okay, so uh, here I'll give you a translation really quick, and uh, then I'll read the Latin for you. Yet there is a greater force in man, uh, that is greater than these bodily temptations, that hurls at him an airborne venom, and makes the mind weak in the thin air. Uh, there's a pun there, in it's called polyptoton, this device where they, the idea is that it's, it makes the mind weak, and it comes through the weak air, that is, the thin air. Uh, faster than a Parthian arrow zips across the winds, whose path no eyesight is keen enough to perceive. For while the speeding arrow flies through the swift breezes, it comes without warning, nor does a hissing forecast The arrival of death, Adventum Lei in 537, before it breaks through to the interior of the chest, penetrating the secure abode of life with its poisoned wound. So, Pretentius is putting the reader in in a position of one of these Roman soldiers encircled by the Parthians. But even more winged and poisoned than that is the arrow hurled by the slippery despot of our shadowy world, eluding our eyes with its flight as it pierces the inmost heart with the speedy flight of its flying shaft. Not that the soul is sluggish by nature or slow to be on guard against a wound, since God endowed it with a fiery nature and made it pure, wise, subtle, calm, agile, restless, speedy, mobile, keen, provided that it chastely worships its creator and fights for him and soberly treads underfoot a conquered secular world, victum mundum, taking not even a taste of the of plague bringing wealth, pestiferis opibus, or the deceptive spoils of many lands in foolish delight. So notice the kind of uh, if the if the reader is the Romans, you know, it sort of don't get too involved in conquest, equating uh, worldly pursuits with with uh, Roman conquest taking not even a taste of the plague of wealth or the deceptive spoils of many lands it foolish delight, lest lying prone under this burden and devoted to another's kingdom, yet the soul not be able to avoid the piercing arrows of the enemy. Major in est vis illaumini, quae flatile virus ingerit, et tenuem tenui facet aerementem, Parthica non aeque ventos transcurrit harundo, cuius iter nullus potes est comprender visus. Prae enim volucres dum pinis transvolat auras, improvisa venit, Nextridor nuntiat ante ad ventum leeti, quam pectoris abdita rumpat securam penetrans medicato vulnera vitam, sed magis aligerest, magis et medicata sagitta, quam jacet umbrosi dominatio lubricamundi, eludens excus oculos, calamique volantes praepete transcursu cordis penetralia figens, Nec segdis natura animaest, aut tarda cavendi vulneris, ignitum quoniam deus indidit olli ingenium purum, sapiens subtile serenum, mobile solquitum velox agitabile cutum, factorem modo casta suum et ipsi militat, ac victum proculcet sobria mundum nilde pestifidis opibus aut falsificatis terarum spoliis stulto blectamine Libans ne sub fasce Iacens alienet de regno non queat argutas Hostis vitare sagitas.